with clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You gotta throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent <laughs> Yeah, that's right, everybody. Hello, welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name's Will. Hi. And I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can't win in many ways. If you are catching us live, then I got to tell you, folks, boy, howdy, can you uh, can you hit us up on the uh, on the live experience? You can watch us, smodcast.com forward slash live dash video. Yep. Obviously, you can listen to us, smodcast.com forward slash sir, and, you know, we're kind of on the YouTube right now and everything. Uh, telling you all of this only because, uh, you know, that's many different ways that you can watch us right now as we do our thing. And, and where do we do that, Trent? Well, we do it at smodcast.com. Goddamn right. Oh, look, Trent. I know. Your, it just worked. Your lower third worked. Yeah. yeah I, I, we just, you know what? In classic tech fashion, we just needed to uh, reboot the system. Well, I guess kind of because mine still looks like that. I like it. Yeah. So maybe you should try going to that area and find your custom overlay because that was the one I sent you. Uh, but the, anyway. Trent, the one that I've got up, is that not the one you sent me? No, it's not. That's actually an auto-generated one. Uh, uh, if you go in the area. Folks, right now we're uh, having fun with Google Hangouts here on uh, um, NetHeads. If you want to have part in the fun with us, you can at uh, on, on the Twitter. And Trent, how can they do that? Well, you just uh, use the hashtag NetHeads. That's simple. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. Uh, I kind of like your little pop-up, though, because your lower third, because you notice what it is. Uh, it's a, uh, is it is it uh, at the show at Death Ray? Exactly. And, yeah. and who's who's that sitting next? Well, to I don't you? know. Just just a guy. <laughs> no wonder he doesn't guy. want to change. See, mine says my name and my my Twitter oh, people to follow. But you're like, fuck this, like, no. Oh, oh, the thing I was thinking. Yeah. So, folks, uh, we do this. And by the way, Trent. Uh, one of one of my uh, one of my old uh, old internet buddies, I guess you could say, uh, John Miller. Uh, you can find out more about him, I believe, at uh, fccfree.com. Uh, he, after seeing our our little YouTube silliness, um, he went and decided to uh, ask me how exactly we do the video thing, and I said it's so ridiculously simple, you'll love it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, believe it or not, we are actually we're motivating and we're affecting people right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, like like that's that's how we do. Hmm. I wonder why your lower third's right in the middle of your face. I might yeah, have sent you another I, one. That's I, full I, screen. For those for those watching, this is going to be a good time. <laughs> yeah, you can have some fun. But uh, just go back to the standard lower third because it was kind of cool the way you had that. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Right see, there. look, and it and it says nothing now. What the? Oh, fuck? oh no, no, this is neat. Now this you can type neat. whatever you want. Nethead Ball Liquor Supreme Trent Hunsaker. Yeah. 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 Hey, Trent, uh, you know, uh, one of the things we do is we encourage people to take part in the program live. 
Uh, we tell them you can do it one of many ways. These are many one of them, and uh, we got somebody calling right now. Let me make sure the line's open. Hello? I didn't check that. Hola. Are, are you there? Well, is that you? Uh, yeah, it, I hope it is. I'm wearing my pants. <laughs> nice. What you guys doing? Oh, is that Ryan? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, see, sir, you, you kind of have to remember, it. just because I don't say hello uh, doesn't mean you, you don't have to kind of announce yourself. It's still You, you still got to observe normal phone rules, I it's think. It's true. It's true. Like proper normal phone etiquette. Normal phone rules. Yeah, you know, phone etiquette. Anyway, folks, you can call us uh, via Skype, NetHeads on Air. You can also give us a call like Ryan just has, 866-610-9455 or YakBet9020. Ryan, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you are driving. I am driving. I, we can't tell it all. I'll tell you, and I have no real reason to be yelling over you whatsoever. I just wanted to harass you. I'll call you guys back when I get home. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, okay. Thank you for helping us stay productive and on the air, sir. Okay. I'll talk to you guys later. That's nice. Hey, I just wanted to call and fuck with you guys, but now we're good to go. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, so uh, NetHeads on air via, uh, via Skype, if you want to do that. Uh, Trent was going to tell us, hashtag NetHeads on Twitter, mm -hmm. all the different ways you can take part in the program. Now, Trent, we were not here last week. No, no, we weren't here last week. Uh, however, I did go and see uh, the, the, the Captain America. <gasps> oh, sweet, blessed yeah. Lord. This is the day I have waited yeah. for, Trent. Yeah. I have seen the greatness. I, oh. what, what's your take on it? At it 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 was an Avengers movie. It wasn't a Captain America movie, which I'm okay with. That's fine. Um, maybe the Russo should be doing all of the Avenger movies. I'm just saying. Just well, it's funny you mention that, Trent. <laughs> I think they is. You don't say. Yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing the next. I believe they're doing Infinity War Part One and Two. Ah, that would make sense. And and I think they because they would do a great job, a great job. Not not to say that James Gunn hasn't done and isn't continuing to do a great job with uh, the the Guardians uh, franchise, but man, they they nailed it. They nailed it perfectly. I have to say that uh, if we were equating this to the industry lingo of TV, it was like this Captain America movie was a backdoor Avengers pilot. Yeah. Yeah, and if there's and if there's anything I like, it's backdoor Avengers. <laughs> yeah, is that is that kind of like is that one of them Brazzers options or something? <laughs> uh, Vivid, Vivid Entertainment. Oh, okay, very good. I, I think that's who did the the two Avengers uh, parodies. R.I.P. China. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're at least saying magically, on top of the important perfectly thing. cast as the She-Hulk. Like if we had She-Hulk in in uh in i you know in, in the marvel cinematic universe it, it would have been china she's passed away so that'll never happen trent um i i guess you haven't been staying on top of your nerd news talk to me talk to me goose i seem to recall through one of the many media outlets of the man myth and legend known as kevin smith mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i seem to recall hearing that amongst the new netflix projects after the defenders Yes. One of them is the Hulk of She. Dude, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. And, but I would almost, I don't know how you do it money-wise, right? Because it costs money. But she would, that would be a great, put her into like the, 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 the Marvel the Netflix stuff. That's what I just said. Oh, shit. Is that what you said? Are we, okay, hold on. Trent, can you hear me? Hold on a second. 
Trent, give me three quick blinks if you are in trouble. <sighs> Sorry about that. My apologies. It's okay. The Netflix, uh, who knows? I may have said it wrong. So let me be clear. The Netflix series in the Marvel, the Marvel Netflix series after the Defenders series. So after oh, okay. we see Luke sure. Cage, Iron Fist, sure. uh, Daredevil, and Miss Jessica Jones all sure. fight some evil together. One of the projects after that will be She-Hulk. You know, and, and this, that's, I got, I got, I don't have beef, Will. I want to make sure. I I'm have. To, Trent, I, I am, I am knee deep. I in, have, I have more sadness. Let me put it that way. Oh, about that? Well, the original Defenders um, were Doctor Strange, uh, Hulk, Namor, and um, Silver Surfer. You know? Yeah, well, you know, Trent, sometimes you, you got to just roll with the punches. I know, I know. Hey, you know what? I, why am I complaining? Because this stuff is amazing. You know, I just, I'm just saying, I, I would like, I would like to see Doctor Strange and 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 Namor and Silver Surfer and and the Hulk doing stuff together. But you well, know, whatever, it's fine. Well, we know that uh, the Silver Surfer is stuck over at Fox. So <sighs> he's not yep. coming back from there. Uh, yep. Anyway, none of this is important. No, no. Captain America: Civil War, Trent, you saw it. Yeah. I, oh my I, gosh. I have seen it a few times, and. It keeps getting better every time I see it. Oh, I I, I can imagine because because it's like like the the uh, Winter Soldier. You know, uh, there's every time you watch it, you're picking up on more stuff that you just missed out of sheer like, ah, oh, this is so fun the first time. Well, Trent, the other thing that I I really like that they did, even though you say it is an Avengers movie, there are still many things that they did uh, I, quite well. I feel that made it. If you've never watched an Iron Man movie or you've never watched uh, the Avengers movies. There may be some characters you're not aware of, right? But this, but there's still clear sequels to their predecessor in the Captain America filmography. Totally, totally, and it's so much so that it almost Trent. I uh, I admit that in my my older age and having two kids and you know basically I'm not saying I'm looking death in the eye, but I'm kind of flirting with it from across the train yeah. just a little. Yeah, it's 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 now. A thing. <laughs> yeah, it's an it's a, it's a higher awareness. I mean, when sure. you, when you actually uh, hear about people that have passed, you, it's like this didn't really happen too much in my youth about people that I I'm friends with. Right. So anyway, uh, what I'm saying is I I'm probably a little more connected with my emotional side than I have been. Sure. And when it near the end of the movie, uh, Cap and uh, Iron Man are fighting. Big shock, everybody! Spoilers. <laughs> in, in case you haven't <laughs> caught it, the poster. <laughs> If you've never seen a lick of advertising, the two fight. And at right. one point, uh, sure enough, uh, Tony gets the upper hand. And as of course Cat, he would. You know what at, I mean? He's he's got all that tech. Yeah, but here we are at the end of the third movie, and it echoes us our introduction. Oh my gosh, dude. To Steve Rogers. He has yep. been beaten down, face bloody, yep. and he stands up and what does he say, Trent? I can do this all day goosebumps tears, you tears, just said that just running down and i'm just like that's why he's captain america fuckers right because he just he doesn't give up <sighs> uh yeah. yeah i uh i have to say it was it really god I, I really am it's i don't know if it's it's if it's good or bad that i'm sitting here and noticing that just from us talking about that goosebumps oh yeah dude look at that yeah you too oh. i mean it's just a uh, folks there are those of us that have read comic books for a long time and and we we like callbacks, we like continuity. 
Sure. Um, it's one of those things we kind of get hung up. But that's, you know, like, uh, that's the reason why this whole Hail Hydra Steve Rogers thing got everybody in the ooh-ah. Yeah, yeah, why, why it wasn't, you know, it made news. Yeah, but <laughs> I think, I think once again, through one of the captain, or through one of the uh, Kevin Smith venues, probably the last episode of a Hollywood Babylon, oh, sorry, he said uh, specifically, I guarantee you by the time the next Captain America movie happens in the comic book series, folks, it, there will be no Hydra hailing whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's like um it's like uh uh the the episode where uh, Homer becomes Poochie, you know. Yeah. And, and when you don't know the answer, tell them a wizard did it. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll find out. Just like when Captain America died, he he wasn't really dead. What Trent are I you? Know. Well, and but we all know that uh, Doctor Octopus is still uh being Peter Parker and Spider Man, right? Uh yeah. Sure, well, if that's what you think. <laughs> cuz the cuz the universe will never be the same. No. Um uh, so Trent, uh, let's let's stay on track though. We'll yes, we'll keep drip. I mean, there's just so many tangents and I apologize. Don't, uh, I don't, I'd don't. like to really hear though your your favorite takeaways from Captain America's Civil War. Well, I think um first and foremost, the the casting and direction done for Spider-Man perfect right and and the great thing about it is they captured what makes what's what makes spider-man not deadpool okay spider-man and uh, like we love the quips from spider-man but they're so different because spider-mans and they did it so greatly are innocent Sp like especially at such a young age he's so excited and so starstruck and and acting uh just in a way that 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 is so innocent and it, and like oh captain america cool you know and, and and that came off so like just non non -fo forced you know what i mean like it, it was it was a, a a nerdy kid who was just excited to be outside of of uh of queens now trent um may i have a moment to pedant a little bit please um so there was a moment in the movie though that i just didn't quite agree with and okay. it was it was a scene where you see the uh, winter soldier uh, by the way, how much do you love the, um, the, uh, I don't even know what the exchange, the frenemy exchanges between, uh, Bucky and, um, Sam. Oh yeah. Right. And just they're uh, right down to them. Uh, folks, one of the getaway cars that they choose is a, is an old Volkswagen <laughs> bus. Uh, the winter soldier Bucky is sitting in back Sam, uh, or, uh, what is he, uh, what what is his character's name in the Falcon. universe? Falcon. Yeah, uh, is sitting in the front seat, and he asks the he asks Sam Wilson, uh, Bucky does. He's like, "Can you move your seat up?" And he's just deadpan, no looking, no nothing, no. And later on, they end up getting their asses handed to him, and and Bucky's like, "You couldn't have done that earlier." And Sam just goes, I hate you. Yeah, I hate you. I love those exchanges so much. But anyway, uh, so uh, right after uh, the Winter Soldier throws this uh, this thing at Spider-Man, uh, he has a great quip and he says, you know, uh, hey, buddy, I think you dropped this and then throws it back at him. But then the Falcon is somehow able to come in right behind him and get him. Why didn't the spider sets work, Tread? Uh, uh, my guess is, uh, and this is this is the apologist, right? Um, just like his goggles helped him to focus, uh, this new suit uh, has him hyper focused as to as to what's going on. So it might inhibit his um, his spider senses a little bit. 
You know, I, I think I got another one for you. Let's try okay. this one out, shall we? Because, of course, we're going to all, everybody, folks, I cannot tell you how much I loved this Spider-Man that I saw in Dude. this movie. Oh, my Words gosh. can't describe it, yeah. all right? Not not to mention Hottie Aunt May. Hello, <laughs> nurse. <laughs> gosh. Oh, that, okay, well, all right. So if you want to take it there, Trent, are you saying that this is a MILF and oh, Aunt May? Well, I don't know if she has kids or not in this universe. Well, I mean, she's practically got one. She's raising her nephew. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Then, then in that case, yes. Well, technically speaking, if we yes. use the analogy, it could just be Aunt May. I'd like. To, oh, never mind. oh yeah. Uh, a milf. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> That's, oh, I'm glad you were able to connect the dots there, Tr folks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before the show today, Trent was enjoying some Zen moments out on the motorcycle. And I was. And uh, I, I think that he's just he's still uh, he's still his mind's still out there, buddy. It is. You know what? You just—it's not about the destination. It's all about the journey. My nipples just got hard, man. Thanks for that. I accept that. Okay, so um, setting the apologist aside, I think an even easier the thing might be that hey, maybe it did tingle, but in the heat of the moment, all of this stuff going on, just kind of ignored it a little. Yeah. Yeah. And that Falcon is a little bit unpredictable, as we saw on screen. I mean, he he has maneuvers nobody thinks of. Oh man, and uh, the the fan service to uh, Red Wing, who you know, so in in the comics, you know, Falcon can see through the eyes eyes of birds, and and Red Wing is his is his uh, you know hawk. Real always Falcon. with him. Yeah, and so real, and real in bird. this case, they they work it in, and and it becomes plot point as well, where that he's got you know a Red Wing, but it's it's just a little bit different, you know, where it's it's more it's a drone as opposed to an actual hawk. And it still serves the exact same kind of function. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I swear, though, the, the writing in these movies is just a little too smart. You know, right? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Right down to that exchange, right in the very beginning where Sam tells uh, Black Widow, he's like, you know, you know you're paranoid. Or, or anyone ever tell you you're paranoid? And she instantly quips, quips back that with, no, I, what have you heard people saying? Right. <laughs> you know? Just subtle but really good writing. And yeah, in the exchange... It's, it's it's kind of like watching, uh, you know, dialogue written by uh, Alan Sorkin. Like, no one's this intelligent. No one's yeah, nobody, like nobody, nobody has beats that match this well in real life. Right. Except for maybe Jensen Karp, whose book oh. I am in the middle of reading, and it oh. is just an amazing tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye West owes me three hundred dollars, and if you don't believe me, it's around here. So it's probably on the other side of the screen. Sorry. Uh, so. Uh, you loved your Spider-Man in this one, just like oh, me. I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely loved it. And and I think the other the other thing that, I mean, we love, we love, we love Joss Whedon. We love him. Joss Whedon loves uh, pulling switcheroos, as I call them, on the audience. He loves it so much, I feel that sometimes it um, gets in the way of good storytelling. And interestingly, in this in this Captain America, we learned more about all the all the characters in uh, Avengers Two and other movies in a smaller amount of time than they did in Avengers Two. Like that's that's how you build character. You 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 build rapport with the audience um, by not trying to explain everything and not making everyone relatable all at the same time, but giving them little pieces that are that are relatable and and that that, that makes you like them. 
You know, the other thing I'll bring up about this, Trent, that I think is kind of interesting, at least in my opinion, um, one of the things that, that was kind of going around, I don't know that we ever actually heard it firsthand or what have you, uh, but apparently there were uh, concessions and fights over Avengers 2 uh, where Joss Whedon wanted to make sure like the farm scene was in there. Ugh. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering, though, because honestly... Captain America Civil War was made in a new era from the Marvel Cinematic Universe True. and its management. Um, so I wonder if maybe the studio involvement uh, had changed somewhat. Maybe. Perhaps. Uh, but yeah. the other interesting thing you bring up, though, uh, in correlation to the other movies, and kind of tying back to my comment on how it plays well as a sequel for just the Captain America films, uh, folks, if you haven't seen the movies and you don't want to hear uh, the most pivotal uh, plot point of the movie, uh, I'm going to tell you right now you're going to skip forward or uh, turn your volume all the way down right now because they took an element that was a... It, first of all, it's been something that's been there since the very beginning. You know, uh, Tony Stark hasn't had his father in this right. uh, cinematic universe for us, and we know that he has died sometime in the past. Um, right. And, but in Captain America Civil War, a very interesting thing happened when, uh, what was, it wasn't Zemo, was it? Uh, who's the one that's on the computer monitor? Uh, uh, Zola. No, Zola. Uh, Zola. Zola. So he's on the screen and when he's breaking down how Hydra has infiltrated and, and taken over S.H.I.E.L.D. basically pulling the strings of, uh, behind, uh, like, uh, massive changes and, and things going on in government. Uh, one of the things that he even says, you know, and when obstacles are, were encountered, they were removed. And there's a, a clipping of of the fact that uh, Howard Stark, that's his name, yeah. right, was uh, was killed. And there's a quick flash of a Hydra symbol over that. Oh, see, I, I didn't even pick up on that. Okay. And folks, one of the things that happens is we, we do see that axe. Well, I guess it wasn't all that spoilerish if I didn't have to make it. Uh, but it's we do get to see what happens to Howard Stark. And... The other thing that kills me about that movie and uh, this movie, Civil War, in its reveal is that it, practically from the very beginning, they laid this shit out for us. Yeah. Because there is there is a scene, uh, then there's a horrible incident that happens with the Avengers, and then there's another scene. Uh, and that scene calls back to uh, a moment in time in Tony Stark's life. And it's like... It, they set it up so well for us. They really did. That at the time they make the big reveal, it's it's it, you almost instead of feeling like it came out of nowhere, you're mad you didn't connect the dots. Yeah, Be at because because I it didn't. was so elementary. Absolutely. And by the way, Trent, I I know I've I've said this before. I'm an annoying person to see a movie with because when I figure out what's going on, you got to say it. Exactly. Uh, you got, you got to be like, oh, I know what's happening here. Sweet, innocent kids movie Zootopia. I tell <laughs> my wife watches it. I got I had to see I had to fly to Connecticut uh, this past uh, Sunday, which is why we weren't on the air. Uh, and uh, I saw Zootopia in the in the air. Originally, we were supposed to watch it all together. We didn't. Uh, so I saw it as anything to distract me from the god awful boredom of being and sucking of a giant flying germ tube. And uh, there is a moment where it's revealed where they reveal who the real villain is. And sure enough, after my wife told me she saw the movie, I said, at this moment, I knew exactly who it was. And her simple response was just, 
Of course you did. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and he's uh, uh he's been the big bad, one of the big bads at least on um, uh, Agents of Shield this season as well. On what? Sorry, you cut out near the end. Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, kind of building him up, and and we think he's one thing, but then he he ends up being someone completely different, etc. Mm hmm. So uh, for me, the whole thing with uh, sorry, I forgot what the hell I was saying now. It's okay. Oh well. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, that's because I was telling a stupid story about Zootopia that wasn't related to the. My whole point is. <laughs> oh yeah, seeing, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being War, being that guy at a movie. Seeing Civil War, I didn't have um. I didn't have that moment where I figured it all out. Yeah. And I was so thankful for that because the, and, but like I said, when they, it, even though I thought I had it figured out, I didn't have it figured out. And, uh, and I appreciated the fact that uh, not only did I get to sit there and actually fully enjoy the movie, but they didn't insult my intelligence when they did have their reveal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and, and that's, that's, what's so great about it is it's fun enough that even if you didn't pick up on it, it doesn't affect your your enjoyment of the film or the plot. Not at all. You get to enjoy the whole... And, and plus, I think the, the other thing, too, is, let's face it, if there were other people that go to see this movie that aren't as bright, they, too, would be able to enjoy it. Yeah, that, which, which you're, that's, that's where your, uh, your audience is at. Folks, there really are people. I mean, uh, you, somebody out there has to have a person that they were dreading going to see Captain America Civil War with because they just know they're going to spend the majority of the show or of the movie telling them what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure uh, there's some dread for for moviegoers that that uh, that attend films with me, but usually it's just because like it's awkward when someone's crying next to you in a movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that would be. I, I'm sorry, dude. Over the stupidest shit, dude. It's not just me. It's not just me then, right? Because I swear to God, all they did was show the 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 the, the uh, title card queens yeah oh yeah dude i haven't folks we hadn't seen jack or shit at this point we don't know whether peter parker is going but the but the advance buzz was so good yeah i just knew i was about to get a get a real taint punch right there bam well that was that was something i was not expecting either it was to have him um be introduced into the film so early on Actually, you know what? When you look at it time-wise, over because it's a two-hour and twenty-minute movie. Yeah. And uh, I don't think we wind up in Queens until sometime after the uh, hour and twenty-six-minute mark. Yeah. So it's not. And I gotta tell you, uh, holy crap! If I didn't want more, right oh, there. Great. And by the way, I, I gotta also tell you that after the last time that I watched Civil War, uh, because again, uh, out of town. So what the hell else are you gonna do? Right. Um, I, I am, I am shocked and astonished and I got to tell you, dude, I feel really stupid because you know, the title of the, what is essentially the Marvel Spider-Man movie is right. Uh, no. What are they calling it? It's called Spider-Man homecoming. Huh? And you think, okay, well, he's a, he's a high school student. So, you know, maybe it's just like homecoming season, but then think about it. It's, back, it's, oh, as 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 like back to the to, to fucking Spider-Man's back Spider in the Marvel uh, cinematic universe, bitches. Yeah, he has come home. Our fucking yeah. corporate logo is here. Yeah. 
Okay, Ryan, this is your second call of the day. It better be goddamn better. Uh, it's going to be better. I made it home safe. <laughs> Good. Why you were that? worried. I, you were worried. I, I didn't even think about it. But no, what I was really calling about is I have come to the conclusion that my in real life friends and coworkers are nowhere near as cool or savvy as my netheads, GSB ants, or movie nights friends are. Oh, that's sweet. He's telling us that the, uh, you know, these, these wonderful people he's met through podcasts and the internet are true friends to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And, and I'll prove it. I'll prove it. Well, we My didn't, we didn't ask you to. You don't have to. We believe you. Can I please? Sure. Can, can I ahead. finish? Can I finish? Okay. Go ahead. My birthday's in a little over a month and a half. The reason I bring that up is because I'm a self-centered Leo and must be the center of attention. Like uh, one of our biggest people we all... I hung up on him. Now, I'm sorry. Uh, he's going to call back and I'm going to take the call. But he I'm better sorry, call back because I know he's not listening. After you drop, I'm a Leo and need to be the center of attention. Yeah, I have to hang up. There, there needs to there. There is like a like some kind of uh, you know, like check, ego check. I, I know I shouldn't have done it, but I had to. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, it's fine. I maybe we should call him back. What do you think? Yeah, what if it's fine? Okay, just give him a call. See if he'll answer. <laughs> I don't know if he will. We'll see. This is costing me money, by the way. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, that's generous. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so Did I job a, you guys? Yeah, so your birthday is a month and a half away. Yes. Okay. And like I said, uh, to continue where I was, I'm a self-centered Leo, much like somebody else whose birthday is in the beginning of August. Anyway, go ahead. So I'm going to be turning 37. In a row? Oh! There it is. There it is. Everybody else I've told I'm turning 37, nobody I work with, none of my friends, none of my family, no one says in a row. And I sit there waiting for it. And that's because they're not as cool as everybody listening right now. Fair enough, man. I'll accept it. I'll take the moniker and I'll run with it. If anybody wants to call me cool, I will take it. There you go. But yeah, that's what I, that's what I, because I figured that out while I was at work today, working at some place that personifies themselves as part of geek culture to the point where we have Toyota Priuses with the word geek on it driving around. Oh, I, nobody, no. Trent, do you think, do you think Ryan knows I've got a vanity plate on my Prius? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Do you, you, did you know that Ryan? No, I didn't. (laughs) Guess, I, guess what it is, Ryan? What? what? It, it, it has something to do with Doctor Who, I bet. Nope. Go ahead, Trent. It's... Go ahead. <laughs> Tell him what I, it I is, Trent. I don't remember what it says. You don't? Is it Nethead Prime? It, well, first of all, it's only seven letters. Oh, well, it's California, man. I got to, you know, make, make, make uh, okay. assumptions. Well, there you go. It's only seven letters. What do you think? N e t h e a d nethead. Ding! Yeah. I, I don't know. I I don't know what I was thinking, too, Trent. I just That's don't fine. know what I was thinking. How many people are going to be seeing that on the freeway going methhead? What the fuck? They're like nethead, nethead. Oh, thank you for that. Now you sound like my wife. Nethead. <laughs> well, Ryan, thanks for that, man. And uh, hopefully, in a month and a half, we'll remember to wish you a happy birthday. Oh. Uh, 
By the way, he was name dropping Kevin Smith, whose birthday is also in, as well as Ming Chen. Right. Yes. And my stepmom. Two people who, and my mom. Two people. Well, there you go. Leo's all around. Yeah, there, there's a lot of them. <laughs> but I miss you guys. I haven't been able to listen much live, so I decided I'd call in and get myself raked over the coals. Well, I think <laughs> it was pretty you. mild. Well, at least as far as you know. But, you know, you'll listen back later and find out. <laughs> of course I will. All right. And I'll, make sure, and I'll make sure I actually download it, though. Okay, thanks, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, by the way, did you hear that, uh, oh, what's the name of the company? Uh, I think it's Midroll Media or something. They uh, they bought Stitcher. Stitcher's been acquired again, Trent. Yes, yeah. So that's an interesting one, dude, because when Stitcher was, before it went public, its investors put $25 million into it. Really? I wasn't aware of that. $25 million into it. What did it sell for? Well, we don't know what it sold to uh, the the company that sold it just most recently in France, but we do know that it sold uh, to Midroll for four million. Oh, she. That is a net loss <laughs> of twenty one million capital M dollars. <laughs> and they and you wonder why they why they can't compress anything well. <laughs> no, that's well. That's just a dick move, man. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty dude, interesting. That's, I, was... I didn't. That's well, yeah, because there was a company that there was an interim company that bought them. Yes, yeah, based out of France, who who does essentially the exact same thing that that Stitcher does, but in Europe. Mm -hmm. And and now I wonder if that actually was the. Com could you imagine if that was the combined companies, dude? Oh, well, I, I, uh, actually, I think I think they just sold. The Stitcher side, if I remember correctly. There you go, dude. Um, I I, 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 I tried I tried really hard to find out what it sold originally um, to that company, but I, I could not find anything. But uh, there were there were things, and it, and it named like the the four investment companies that that put money into it, um, and up up, and it came to twenty five million. Well, you know the the big problem with uh, them with uh, Stitcher, and by the way, the, I, I'm not meaning to to badmouth them. The uh, former partner of uh, Smodco Internet Radio. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, and all my stuff is still on Stitcher. If if, if it's kind of the only platform out there, you know, aside from plugging in RSSs on an Android phone. Yeah, actually, but you know, Trent, do you know that they uh, for Google Play they have added podcasts? They have most recently. Yeah. Yeah. See, so uh, it's it, that is uh, that's one of the most uh, interesting things to come along in RSS uh, traffic for me in a long time because. I get to see statistics of things, and I have to tell you guys that uh, you may think that Apple would have a domination because of iTunes and because of, you know, the uh, wonderful iPhone. Right. Uh, but I have I have seen the numbers, folks. I have seen behind the green door, and I will tell you that uh, there is a shit ton. Mm -hmm. of traffic generated from Chrome yep and from Android devices yes well and and it, and it only makes sense because any anyone I think at this point hardly anyone is using Safari anymore um and they're yeah. just using Chrome on their on their Macs yes as a matter of fact Trent the uh hangout that that hosts our show right here right now uh is is running through my MacBook yeah yeah exactly like and 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 that's the other thing I can't understand I it, at one time, I thought that 
iTunes was just clunky and and very slow and used way too much memory for what it does on my Windows device. And then once I started working on on an Apple device, I realized, oh no, that's that's just the program in and of itself. No, congratulations, yes, that's just iTunes. Wow, that's man, just I, iTunes. I I could not believe when I when I uh, uh, at work, you know, I. I, I use it and I'm like, oh great, okay, I can I can download podcasts here and listen to them at work, and I run into the same problems that I did on on a Windows device. Although Trent, I would continue to encourage you to do that and make sure you subscribe to Netheads yes, and oh, download it on your work computer every single time. As a matter of fact, folks, any computer you can, as long as it's on a different IP address, sure, please subscribe and uh, and download. Uh, is what we're asking Phones, for. Phones, computers. Uh, uh, iPads, you know, yeah, PDAs, you, uh, you know what, just uh, go to grandma's computer because, you know, all she's doing is going to the Facebook and playing games. Yeah, she's playing words with friends. Yeah, so uh, make sure you just got a background thing, open up iTunes, leave it running, she'll never know. Yeah. She'll never know. Just make sure, just make sure she knows how to turn it off during the prayer circle. <laughs> Can you imagine just us popping up? Uh, so uh, loop back. Uh, by the way, that was a, a interesting point about the compression, though. Uh, one of the things that oh. really fucked over Stitcher, in my opinion, I agree with uh, you on this. Was one. was the moment that uh, iTunes started supporting uh, streaming of of podcasts from you know through uh, mobile service? Yep, that was the one thing that was missing. And then that started also like Podcast Attic on um, on Android is the one I use, and that right. one too uh, uses uh, gives you the ability to stream it. So now you did, you weren't dependent on the down because the let's face it, early on the mobile devices with the with the caps they would have on oh, network traffic down ridiculous. It was, just, it was so fucking frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> drove me nuts. But you know, once that started happening, that's. And that would that was like my initial problem as well with Stitcher was that um, they were trying to provide a service that I thought eventually was just going to come anyway. Right. Um, yeah. And and also the the whole compression thing. And also, uh, well, now you're getting inside the burrito, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, and it's 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 just really interesting that um, you know Google Play, uh, uh, other streaming device uh, streaming services that have. Uh, been more more based in music in the past are 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 finally I guess jumping into the podcast game and it makes me wonder and and we think back because I remember uh, on Radio Askew you and I had conversations about how um, Yahoo's podcast uh, service was 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 being removed back in you know 2010 or whatever <laughs> and, and and at the time that was that was the place to go to find podcasts you know what I mean that the directory within Yahoo that was one of the things, and I just think to myself, man, if, if they only would have held on to that. <laughs> yeah, and why shut it down? Just let it keep, but you know, they were worried about terabytes or, or even bigger of, uh, of data being. Oh, I'm sure, absolutely, yeah. Because that's one of the things, folks, that for some reason still controls the internet is the, uh, the down, whether you're going to be hit because of actual traffic or something else. Uh, you know, terabytes of data or, or even bigger, there are bigger terms that I can't even remember right now. Uh, those are the things that, that help power business on the internet. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, and, and, and again, surprised that Amazon hasn't jumped into this because the Amazon cloud is already, you know, basically storing everyone's information, um, through their, through their, their cloud services 
their corporate cloud services that I don't understand why they wouldn't be like, hey, we've, we've kind of got the infrastructure here, guys. Yeah, Trent's, uh, Trent's hitting a, an interesting point here in that the... Um, a lot a lot of things are actually delivered through amazon's uh internet service oh my gosh almost almost well at, at least anything coming out of silicon valley is that's for sure yeah and i mean folks we're talking about like netflix yes actually coming through yep. or other media content that you would think well isn't amazon trying to compete with that but at the same time they're like hey we'll get your data from here to there and they're masters of replication as a matter of fact yeah I don't know if it was Netflix or Amazon or somebody else, but it's a major player in one of those realms. And they have uh, gotten themselves to the point where they are completely cloud structured. They don't actually have their own servers per se anymore. It's all leased digital space. And that's one of the things, beautiful things that virtualization can do. There are servers that are able to run servers within them. Yeah, well, and and think about the 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 cost saving that it has for a company too. You know what I, I mean? I swear to God, dude, my last statement just sounded more like something a stoner was trying to explain. <laughs> there are these servers that run servers within them. If if only we heard like um like a lighter sound in the mic, it would have been it would have been an episode <laughs> of education. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, how did we how did we get on this stuff when we were talking about civil war? Oh, we yeah, came back. I don't, to the, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, but uh, yeah, I. <laughs> you know, another pain in the ass with Stitcher was trying to get them to actually uh, not house your traffic, so that way you could actually know who was accessing your shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, guess what, uh, Trent? Uh, during my my travels abroad recently, yes, sir. I was uh, I landed in a few airports. Okay. And one of them uh, is the same home state as one of our, our frequent listeners. And guess who's on the phone right now? It's Roller Dog NC. Oh, yeah, the, the NC standing for the northern of the Carolinas. I hope so. Is that the case, sir? That is the case. They, oh, somebody's Skyping right now. You hear yeah, that quality? Good. Doesn't that sound nice? It's terrifying is what it is. I'm shocked and scared. Well, it's good to have you guys back on live and uh, streaming and everything, too. Well, thank you. We uh, we do our best uh, when we we try to do it when we can. We were going to try and coordinate um, from in my hotel room, but then I just I was worried Trent was going to ask me to start doing things on camera because <laughs> God only knows how many times yeah. one of those hotel rooms may have housed uh, an unintentional video production, if you will. Yeah, it's the golden rule: never take a black light into a hotel room. No. No, that's not the place to do it. Don't take a black. Actually, you know what? Don't take a black light anywhere with you. Bad but, idea. Just the, the, nothing looks better under a black light. Sorry, folks. Nothing. True. Nothing at all. Not your skin, not your teeth for sure. Mm -mm. Anyway, uh, Roller Dog NC, Matt, how the hell are you? What can we do for you today? Doing well, Trent. Uh, glad that you finally got to see uh, Captain America Civil War. Glad you enjoyed it. Oh, man, I, thank you. So much. Fun. I actually recently got to see uh, Batman v Superman because I was waiting till it got to the second run theaters. My sure, condolences. Sure. <laughs> I, I took my son to see. We went and saw Civil War when it came out, and then we waited for for Batman Superman. So I figured for two dollars a ticket, yeah, why not? And, and then um, you saw it, and you said, "I want my money back." And then the county took him away before the ending credits because I was an unfit parent. <laughs> no, no, it's not that you were an unfit parent, but it was probably at that point I expected more that your son disowned you. 
Almost. Well, I, I sort of, I was like, we're walking in the car and I'm like, yeah, you see the difference between the Marvel films and the DC films? And he was just like, yeah. Oh, he's sad. But Ben Affleck is really good in the movie. That was the early thought. Everyone was like, oh, Batfleck's going to ruin it. And no, Affleck was actually one of the best things in the film. I, it, I, I do have to admit, yes, you are right. If there is any redeeming quality of the gigantic uh, shit heap that is Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, which, by the way, uh, I think, how many er er newspapers do you think ran the title Yawn of Justice, Trent? Oh, <laughs> Every single hack uh, writer oh. out there who was just uh, phoning it in so they could get to cocktails a little bit sooner must have ran that one. Uh, but that was one of the takeaways. I did enjoy uh, his performance as Batman. I really did. Um, it, really, it was good. Yeah, but that's about it, though. Other than that, the, not much about the plot made sense. Unless uh, somehow uh, Darkseid is uh, polluting Luther's mind and control. I don't know. It's just nothing that makes sense. Yeah, you can tell there's a lot of suit involvement at Warner Brothers with their films. Mm-hmm. I you know uh, what I'm not sure if I want to say that it's suit involvement or if it's uh, if it's uh, Mr. Mr. Zach Snyder. Yeah. I don't know there. What do you think, Trent? Well, I think I think uh, if if you know the original idea had it been uh, an adaptation of Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight, then yes, this makes perfect sense. I don't know why someone trying to create a good film would then pack extra stuff into and cut away things so that they could fit in extra things unless it was they were told no we have to start this franchise and this your film is going to be the one that it starts in honestly speaking i think that if they if we could go back in time to come back in do, time do something completely inane <laughs> and stupid that won't benefit anyone yeah uh, if we went back in time and got our hands on the screenwriters of it and just said, Lex Luthor, fucking forget it. No Lex Luthor. Come up with a different reason why these two have to fight and, and shit will be okay. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't matter. But that was not the case. Trent. wasn't no. the case. No. Um, uh, uh, by the way, um, where were you in relation to the airport, sir? Because that's the only thing I know about North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> the, if you were at the airport. Raleigh airport. Which one? The Raleigh Durham Airport. I think so. Yeah, um, it's about maybe 20, 20 minutes from here. Yeah, not well, too far. Just stopping by and saying, "Hey, you piece." I couldn't have gotten past <laughs> the security checkpoint. Oh, and it's plus, not like know. I couldn't wave from the other side of a. Can you imagine the pretentiousness if I actually did get mad, Trent, because somebody didn't I come know. to the airport to say hello? Yeah. If it was like the old days, you know, where you could actually hang out, and you, you know, you were going to have like a two-hour layover, oh, I'd yeah. have hung out. I'd have been like, "Oh, cool, yeah." Exactly, but no, it's a. I remember when people used to dress up to travel, Trent. Yeah, and you could top hat planes too. Anyway, everyone should have a dress out on kids' arms just to teach them a lesson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, thanks a lot for your phone call, sir. Have a great week. You guys too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. See you, dude. One love. <laughs> By the way, Trent, had, did you listen to last week's Hollywood Babylon? Um, not last week's. I don't think so. Wait, yes, no, I did. I guess I did. There was that great moment when, uh, once again, I'm going to bring it up. Jensen Karp uh, has a book. And by the way, if you want to go to netheadsonair.com uh, after this show airs, there's a link on our page to his book to buy it if you would like. Yeah, you can just go uh, right from his website. The title of the book is called um, Kanye West Sells Me $300. Uh, 
Uh, and he was on Hollywood Babylon to talk about the book, uh, yes. you know, because he happened to be at the show and just a genius idea for marketing. And, and you know, Kevin and Ralph love Jensen. And as do I. Uh, one of the things I never revealed, uh, and nor did I try and geek out on when he was on the Smodcast Network, was the fact that he was hot Carl and I was aware of him. Dude, so, yeah. Uh, you know, I just tried to keep my shit contained, as it were, uh, which is generally what I do unless we're sitting here talking on these microphones. I don't know why it provides the power to the imp, I guess. I just don't know. Uh, needless to say, though, I was listening to Hollywood Babylon and Jensen was on to plug the book. And my favorite thing was uh, there was just like a little hint of a, of a term in Ralph's thing about, you know, thanking Jensen for coming on. And he just instantly chimes in. All right, everybody, that's my time. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> I know. It was just, uh, and that's one of the things too. He is one of the, uh, honestly speaking, folks. Even if you don't care uh, about rap, even if you don't know who Hot Carl is, if you want to read an amazing story about somebody that almost makes it big and then coping with that, yeah, in in a very amazingly written and entertaining fashion, you got to pick up Kanye West owes me three hundred dollars. I am not lying about this. As much as Captain America was a great movie, this is a great book. You know, it's it's really funny. I was uh, uh, DJing a, uh, a local skate shop had a a, a skate tournament um, going on, and I went and play uh, played DJ right. So I was playing music, and it was from like five till nine nine thirty. Um, long long ass tournament, a lot of fun. Uh, mostly hip hop stuff, and I and I played a few Hot Carl songs. And I shit you not, after I had at least four people come up after two different Hot Carl songs. Uh, two and or one and then three and they were like, man, who was that? That is that is that new? Who was that? Like, and they wanted to like, they wanted to find out who this this new hit artist was. I know, and and uh, that's the thing that I wonder about this now that he's come to grips with it and written the book and he's doing lots of other things. But I wonder what what the book may make happen. You know, maybe oh, for sure. And 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 not and I mean not that he's not working or not doing anything i mean he's he's the the creative director for the jash uh j-a-s-h that's michael Sarah's um youtube channel he's on funny or die he's a uh contributor to rolling stone i mean he's he's he has his own podcast get up on this that you can hear now on the earwolf network on earwolf yeah i mean uh, there's he's the literally a jack of all trades with a finger and everything well, more importantly, too, I think he's also a great example of a Los Angeles hustler, but one that's trying to get legit shit done. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, folks, I got to tell you, read this book. I'm I'm enjoying it so much. That's why I'm bringing it. This isn't a paid endorsement. Jensen doesn't know I'm saying this. Nor does Jensen really know who I am? So uh, <laughs> you can tell that this is coming from the heart. Uh, it's, a, it's an amazing book, just as much as Civil War was an amazing movie. Uh, now, what did you think about the uh, the showdown battle between the two teams? I mean, uh, I think the thing I love about it was, uh, once again, I don't know how they keep doing this, but in Civil War, they did it in a much better fashion than I think they did in Avengers 2. Uh, having those comic book splash page moments. Yes. Bringing them to life. Yeah. When, when Team Iron Man is uh is uh coming into screen you've got all the heroes kind of filling in from the sides into the middle frame and then you just see spider-man whip in and start walking with them while vision lowers himself into frame and you're just like ah! yeah dude 
And then the same thing happens with Cap's team assembling. Now, my question, though, is, Trent, when you saw it, were you eagle-eyed enough? Because I was not. I did not notice this until three or four viewings in the uh, the Bluth stairway truck. No, I didn't. I didn't know this, but I, I I saw articles, and I and I missed it, but I saw articles alluding to it. Uh, that's just saying that it that you know the the truck was in the film. Mm -hmm. And and uh, which I appreciate because in case you guys don't know, I believe the Russo brothers directed the pilot for um, yes for why am I not remembering Rest Rusted Development? development. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I always love the uh, the little. Uh, mnemonic things that I go through now where I actually start talking up to the eventual thing I know I have to say and somehow that does in a almost Harry Potter wizard summoning way it actually brings the right words to me I don't yeah. understand how that happens <laughs> Forgeticus, no, Forgeticus Nauticus I don't want you to get into just like, you know, how the brain works in science let's just roll with this magic thing, okay? Yeah, no, I, I like I like magic Good, I'm glad. Um, by the way, too, um, I the thing that I think Civil War pro pulled off the best was revealing the actual intentions of the villain in the film in a manner to where I didn't overthink it going, wow, that was really like hoping a whole lot of things would come together right. Right, yeah. But it really wasn't. It We were just seeing the, the final payoff, uh, in my opinion. For those that don't know, uh, the villain in the film is uh, Zemo. He's not yet a Baron, but he's still Zemo. He was from the, uh, what Sokovia. is it? So Sokovia. He was this, from the Sokovian Death Squad. Yeah. You know, they're super elite. So I don't know how much, well, when, when you see the movie, you do know how much that apparently does entail. It, you know, it doesn't really sound very impressive to me in the beginning, Trent. Yeah. Or when he's yeah. revealed. Uh, but uh, in this, he really does craft together like the perfect way to bring down the Avengers, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's like you said, um, uh, it, it it was so brilliant the way he he articulated it too. Is like, you know, I can't I can't bring you down from the outside. Much stronger and smarter men than I have tried that. But you two, like you, can bring yourselves down. Exactly. The the people that are strong enough to bring you down are you. Yeah. And I have found the the perfect uh soup or buffet, if you will. Yeah. That that in fact did uh just that. And, and I, it, I oh man. It paid off so well. I mean, it and really again, did. uh once again, too, we get these different takes captain america the first one was kind of uh, well actually because it was directed by the same guy it was very um the rocketeerish in its presentation totally period piece you know it's it's red white and blue which which for that the introduction of this legendary comic book character i felt was very appropriate then we get into winter soldier and suddenly it's this espionage spy three days of the condor kind of movie yeah totally and then here we are, the next Captain America movie. I know you say it's an Avengers film, Trent, but and Tony Stark even name drops it in the film. This is a fucking Manchurian Candidate yeah. type oh, movie. That, that was really funny too. Hey, Manchurian Candidate, calm down. Yeah. Uh, by the way, too, uh, that was the other interesting thing about this uh, this bad guy's plan. Uh, the movie that we're watching wouldn't happen if one key character in the beginning of the film just gave up the goods. Okay. Right. Uh, the things that because he he literally tells this guy, you know, I don't care about you dying, but 
if you put aside this bullshit that you're believing in, I won't have to use this book unless people will have to die. So just tell me. Yeah. And the guy doesn't. It's like, okay, fuck it. Now we got a movie. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I really hope, I really hope that uh, that's not the last of Crossbones that we see. Um, dude, he kind of, spoilers, blew up. Well, he was, he was in an explosion, but he also had a building dropped on him as well. True, but somehow I, I think that if it can take out the side of a building and you're wearing it, <laughs> again, Trent, I'm no yeah, scientist. I know. I know. And we're talking pseudo-magic. How about, though, by the way, the fastball special that they come up with with Scarlet Witch and Captain America? Yeah, that worked out great. Well, and it's, oh, man, and, and even and even down to just her little, um, the Scarlet Witch's, you know, the, the way she's maneuvering her hands. And, and I, I saw an interview with that she did when Avengers 2 came out with Jon Stewart, and, and she was kind of making fun of the fact that, you know, she'll spend three days in front of a green screen just shooting like these weird hand movements and then you know she'll go and work on like an indie project and spend three days and, and make you know half the film <laughs> <laughs> but that that scene in particular was so great um just kind of showing you know how the way she does manipulate uh reality and everything i don't know i i i think i think they've done a great job i'm i'm sad quicksilver's not in there yeah, that is that is a bit of a bummer. But then again, because he uh, ex also exists in the Fox world, I think it was kind of a. Scarlet. I'm betting it was a negotiated one and done sure. deal. Sure. Uh, and they're not using Scarlet Witch, and they're not mutants in here. But the other thing I found interesting that I don't understand, uh, but I'm willing to just roll with my own interpretation, and that's that um, when the Scarlet Witch at one point overpowers the Vision. I believe that because her powers are sourced from the same stone, she mm. kind of has a connection there. Sure, sure. It wasn't just manipulating reality. It was her manipulating him because she can because the, her powers and the, that particular Infinity Gem are kind of tied together. Yeah, yeah. It, and I mean, and not, not to mention, you know, for longtime comic book fans, we're just waiting for those two to fall in love. Well, they kind of already did. They were, and again, fucking brilliant writing. Mm-hmm. The Vision standing outside while fucking, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember characters' names anymore. Uh, but the guy that was the uh, the um, other Iron Man. Uh, Rhodey. War, yeah, Rhodey with War Machine. Yes. <laughs> At one point he's in the hospital and they're, uh, they're talking, uh, Tony Stark and Vision are talking and he, Stark says what happened. He said, well, I got distracted. I didn't think that could happen. And he got distracted because it was Wanda. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So he does, and clearly he has feelings for her because yeah, he, yeah, which which is so great. Interesting thing about that too. Do you think that the Vision is independent, or do you think because part of him is Jarvis, do you think he does somewhat take orders from Stark still? Um, you know what? I my guess is that that's going to be exploited when we get into uh, the the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, he's he's wearing an Infinity Gem, um, which is you know going to be needed to take over by uh, Thanos at some point. So my guess is, uh, he the, and that's and and that will be the the precipice for when they will he will shed off the the uh, vestments of of being a a program and become fully sentient at that point. Well, yeah, because if not, uh, if that if the moment the stone comes out, he's dead. Guess what? 
it don't look good. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I think that's that's probably how we're going to see we're, we're going to see him vilified first um, through means of manipulation through his programming or whatever. And, and then after that, he'll be able to rise above whatever, yada, yada. Wow, man, you actually put some serious thought into a bullshit question I made up two minutes ago. <laughs> No, I, I really do. I think I think that'll come up. Well, I but, think it's a plot point. But that's the other interesting thing about the way they assemble these movies is that you uh, you you can think of these things. You can wonder about them. Oh yeah, for and sure. I, and I have to tell you, I don't even know about all the Easter eggs that are in Civil War. I mean, aside from the, that one that I noticed, just like, oh my god, did he just say the exact same thing he said when he was getting his ass whooped in the first oh, movie? Tears, man. Yeah, Fucking there's a tears. There's a lot of that stuff. Uh, throughout the film again it, great job tying them all together uh, yeah. the only thing that i found interesting is that this is the first i think is it the first civil war or captain america movie that doesn't have um fury oh you're right i didn't even yeah it, it is for sure well i mean we we saw him at the end of the first one that's what i'm wondering because yeah. and then he played a, a critical role in the second one and he was there in avengers even though he's supposed to be low key he's still got uh, a helicarrier that he picked up from colson having it in no Cold no I, that's a that's a different character loki's a different character i didn't say loki what are you talking about <laughs> see what i did there Where, no he, you said he was supposed to be low key low key okay gotcha yeah. no i didn't make the connection at all dude it was I was totally caught up in my whole nerdy dissection dissection of the movie. Well, and and I I think you know he'll come back uh, at the perfect time, but you know as long as Shield is dead, uh, there's no need for him to come back. I'm just wondering if he's not going to come back until uh, like another Avengers movie. That's that's going to be his thing now, you know? Yeah. Like what? It's it's time for an Avengers movie. All right, I'm in. Other than that, no eye patch, please. <laughs> I'll pass. Um, I think too, it's, uh, it, I don't know what to think. What, what's the next Marvel movie we've got coming out? Uh, Dr. Strange is coming out, um, In this August? fall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause or I always think of it, I think of it as they've got a May release and then like a late summer, early fall release. Yep. I think it's a late summer one. I think they try and catch in, cash in on those last few summer weeks. Yeah. Of end of august type stuff yeah. yeah which i tell you what man that w watching that trailer in the theater was damn near worth pr uh, price of admission in and of itself um because yeah. I, th th they did they did the things that i think are going to sell the film um in that the cinematography is very much like um inception oh no shit i, you know th I mean? thought it was in the same world yeah, totally. Which which is so great because um, I mean, if if you go back and you read that early uh, Ditko era um, Doctor Strange stuff, um, boy, that's it's it's just weird uh, landscapes, and and a lot of it is just weird landscapes. Not a lot of uh, character drawn, but just like really weird, interesting landscapes, which I'm I'm excited for. I th I thought it looks beautiful. Um, not sure I about the casting for the ancient one, but whatever, that's fine. <laughs> okay fine that's that's all i'm gonna say about that trent by the way the least uh red state person in a red state but okay fine you got issues with a lady okay buddy Whatever. no no it's not it has nothing to do oh i see how that's how it's gonna be huh that's how it's gonna be no, not at all I just, i'm like oh there's an open door let me tip yeah. yeah. inside there um i'm looking forward to that one as well i'm hoping what they do is they start having a more and I know it's kind of a heady uh, 
space movie in a way, you know, totally. uh, because it's all astral projection and yep. magic and shit. Uh, but the thing about it uh, I, that throws me every time I see a trailer or anything about it is hearing Cumberbatch try to do an American accent. I know, I know. Holy shit. And I, I, mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't 100% stoked when he was cast either, but just because that's kind of like the go-to for everyone, right? Well, <laughs> the funny it's been a Cumberbatch or Idris Elba. In case you didn't notice or, or see the memes too, his last three movies on the movie poster, all we see is his back because he was in the uh, the Star Trek movie um, in the darkness or whatever it was. And it yeah. was just that, you know, blown up city in the insignia shape and him in the distance looking over his shoulder. Right. Then there was the uh, the one about the code breaking, uh, the imitation game, I think is the name. That's of that right. One. Yeah. And in that, it's him standing in front of this massive primitive computer, if you will. Uh, but again, it's his back. And then the uh, the Doctor Strange movie poster. Once again, he's a little distance, and all we see is him uh, looking not at us. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's the way it is. It, my whole problem, though, is that you know, as Sherlock on uh, in from the UK, you know, he definitely has more of a, a pompous tone. Uh, and literally, his his Stephen Strange, it sounds like this to me, Trent. Yeah, he's well, and and that's that's kind of the go to. I, I, I don't believe in magic, Trent. I don't. I don't. <laughs> that's, that's the go to for American accents, right? Is 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 you make it nasal and you and you make everything hard, like your A's are all ah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Make everything. I don't hard. believe in magic. No, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little. It, well, but then again, you're, the way you're singing, he sounds more like the lead singer of the B-52s. <laughs> I don't believe in magic. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what happened there. Um, okay, it folks, was Dormammu. Who? It was Dormammu. What has happened, Trent? By the way, let's uh, let's let's go out on a high note that's not related to the Marvel MCU. Fair enough. Um, uh, because I I had heard about this. Uh, but I have not looked into it all. But apparently, Netflix had a very interesting new release recently. Dude, dude, yeah, dude, dude. Yes, uh, with, along with DreamWorks Animation, they just released um, Voltron: Legendary Defender. Okay, so <sighs> tell me why this is. Tell me why this is cool. Why? Okay. Why are we talking about? A bunch of lion bots coming together to make a big... Because mind you, when you say Voltron to me... Yeah. I just remember bad animation and dubbing. Yes. And yes. and eventually, I, I'm wondering why every bad guy doesn't, doesn't do something to get rid of Voltron's arms. Because he's always going to have the one power move <laughs> of pulling out the sword, right. energizing it, and then slashing the shit out of yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, some background on this. Uh, so, the original Voltron... Um, I think it aired in the States in oof, 88. Don't say oof when you say 88. You're talking about the year before I graduated high school. <laughs> uh, it was an animated series for adults in Japan called uh, Beast King Go Lion. Probably oh, the greatest name ever. I'm sold. Where, where <laughs> could I watch this? And uh, uh, some dude here in the States bought the rights to it but nothing had been translated and the uh the the networks were you know they're like this is way too violent so he went in uh 
cut it, edited it for uh, violence, and then had to go in and create stories about what he thought was going on in in the action because he didn't speak Japanese and they didn't have a translation or or a, a subtitle or anything of it. Right? It was it was sold off to the him already packaged, and they basically went in and and made like a new a new show out of it. Right? Um, that's that's why you get a lot of the weird stories and the animation again wasn't that great. You know what's um, funny about this Trent is there's a um, there was a show on spike tv early uh -huh. on and i think it was called maximum extreme or something along those lines and what uh -huh. they had done is they had taken some of those nutty japanese game shows most extreme challenge mxc there you go i actually had a friend that was that worked on that production oh, and I, it's it's on hulu I, I i still watch it fairly regularly you know that is a good example of what Beautiful. trent is saying uh, people not knowing really what's going on, but making up good, funny story to go along with it. Right. What you're talking about sounds like an unholy nightmare. It, it It's very, yes. It, but, you know, for, for who they targeted to, which was, uh, you know, young kids, it, it worked out great. Fast forward now, um, brilliantly, they hired the team who worked on Avatar The Last Airbender to come in and make this new, uh, you know, reboot essentially, a retelling of the Voltron story, and man, it's 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 great because they Avatar was was smart because they were able to use uh, conventions that uh, are both um, Japanese and American in in telling stories, so that it's it's not too much of a culture shock for um, Americans watching anime for the first time. Um, the storytelling's really really good, and on top of it. Uh, some of the 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 voice actors they got in here. You've got uh, uh, Tyrell Bean is is one of the uh, main actors in it. Um, the the kid that played well, man, I guess now who plays Finn from Adventure Time is a main voice actor in it. Reese Darby is uh, one of, from uh, Flight of the Concords, one of the main voice actors in it. They got a ton of really good talent, and then the soundtrack and scoring on it they did in '80s synthwave. No shit. And so, like when so Voltron, it's like very Tangerine Dream. It's crazy, dude. Like you've got you've got everything. Uh, like Voltron's coming together, and you've got just like this this fast synth guitar going. Like it, it feels nostalgic and brand new at the same time. I sat down last night and watched all eleven episodes, uh, start to finish, and was furious when it ended because it's, it's so good. You were fear, Trent. I haven't even seen one. Yeah, okay? and that's the the pilot. I think is an hour long, maybe an hour and a half. Acts like a, a full movie, and it is awesome. Uh, if 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 you don't like it, then it's not your bag. But for me, man, oh, it just it's it's full of hearts and action, and uh, and positive message too for for like young adults or young people, younglings. Well, and it sounds like it's the first time people can actually watch an animated Ultron or Voltron in the states and actually get good coherent storytelling. Yes. Great great storytelling, awesome acting. Uh the and, and it's great too because while they pay homage to some of the character designs um from the you know the original, they've they've done updates to everything that makes it just feel fresh and crisp and it's it's great. Do they have any callbacks to the absurdity of the animated series? I mean, they're they're spaceships shaped like lions. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like the bad storytelling, as though, you know, a story being written by somebody that has no idea what's going on. Oh, and just going in, the, in that aspect, no, I, I don't, I don't feel like they did. Um, Thank God then, because yeah, that was no, the, disconcerting. The, the, 
the guy that did most of the writing for Avatar The Last Airbender did the the stories on this, and they're pretty airtight. Oh, right on, man. Well, so it sounds like it would be worth my time to watch. I'm telling you, if you've got, if you've got you know, some time to spare, throw it on. Hey, by the way, Trent, one of the things I want to also do, take a little time to, uh, to remind people uh, about something. Uh, it's very near and dear to my heart, Trent, because, you know, as you know, uh, when it comes to, to doing things in your life and doing them right, uh, one of the hardest things is to probably not only eat well, uh, but enjoy eating healthy yeah. and right. Yeah. And well, I got to tell know, you. Some, sometimes it's not as hard as you think. Sometimes it is, though. And one of the things you can do is you can take advantage of a little thing called Blue Apron. And that's, and that's how you make it easy. That is exactly how you make it easy, Trent. You are right. Blue Apron. It, it doesn't get any simpler than this, okay? Well, actually, it could if somebody cooked the food and then brought it to you, but then you're paying a premium. Trent, this works out to be like 10 or less than $10 a person, I think. And you get all of the ingredients sent directly to your home. Easy to follow recipes. Uh, and it's food like you never would have thought of. One of the things I made, Trent, was a flat iron steak with some kind of special topping along mm -hmm. with purple potato and asparagus. Ooh. Right? Purple potato? It's true. It exists. I didn't know. Blue Apron. Let me know it. Now, as a matter of fact, this week we're getting two deliveries. Uh, and, and you know, there's it's all made with fresh ingredients. Every meal is under uh, a reasonable amount of calories. So it, it, not only are you eating light, you're eating right, you're eating fun. Plus, you get to, here's the thing they don't even talk about. You get to keep these recipe cards after. So if you find something you really like, you can make it. And ah. although the stuff sounds interesting and you think it's obscure, you can actually find these ingredients around, too, so you can make them again. <laughs> during the commercial we we, we lost will due to uh, the, the I pollen trent i haven't eaten i haven't eaten healthy and right with my blue apron in a while as a matter of fact the other night i gotta tell oh, you oh yeah you've been story. on the road that's right i have been but i gotta tell you a funny story my uh my mother-in-law also uh gets the blue apron because i <coughs> i sent it to her not ours. I, you know, I said, right, her, yeah. hey, check <laughs> well, you just pack up the leftovers and send them on over. Because, folks, if you go to netheadsonair.com uh, and you click the Blue Apron logo, one of the great things is it's two meals on us. We're going to give you the gift of Blue Apron, free delivery, two free meals. You try it out, no obligation. Folks, I'm giving you free food. Uh, that's, that's, nothing, that's nothing you can complain about. <laughs> no, it's uh, shit. You wouldn't believe the things Trent does for free food. <laughs> Yeah, matter of fact, and, and, and then I'm like, that's enough. That'll that'll sustain you. You don't need anything else. And I'm like, oh, as a matter bad. of fact, Trent, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dick move. I'm gonna sign you up for Blue Apron. What? I, well, you'll be, and I say it's a dick move because you're gonna get two amazing, delicious meals, yeah. and, and then you know, if you want to keep doing it, you gotta pay. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> so unfortunately, you know, it's, it'll be like a little tease. These two great meals, yeah. and then you're like, "Dick, what? I want more." You're like, just give me the dick. I mean, give me the food. Well, Trent, like I said, it's an economic and reasonable option. So uh, you'll want to check it out. Fresh ingredients, and plus, you you learn how to cook too. They yeah. tell you how to cook. If you sit there and you think, "God Almighty, I would love to have a flat iron steak with some asparagus and stuff," Who and wouldn't? then you say, "Yeah," and then you say, "Well, God damn it, I would," but I, I don't know how to make that stuff. This would let you do that, folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway. I've been on the road, and my wife, uh, 
was going to eat dinner with uh, at her mom's house. Her mom was cooking for him. <laughs> and what, what she was cooking was a blue apron meal. And then my uh, my wife, I obviously, I, I don't know if I got uh, the high pollen count got to me in Connecticut or if I got a cold on one of those flying death tubes in the sky. Right, 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 right. But, uh, but my wife, too, also uh, felt a little sick and under the weather. So uh, she divulged to her mom, yeah, you know, not, not feeling very well. Her mom actually cooked the Blue Apron meal and then delivered it to my family. Really? Yeah, that's the thing Blue Apron doesn't do. They don't cook it for you. But it, my wife said it was an amazing, it was like a, uh, it, oh, what was it? It was, it was a salmon meal. And it had mm. some special kind of vegetables. So there's you're getting good fish oils. Nice. You know, you're getting the good food, folks. Get your omega threes. Because I'll tell you one of the cool things about having these recipe cards after Trent is if you do still get that archaic thing known as a newspaper or you look through your mailers, yeah. Uh, you can actually see when places have the same type of ingredients on sale. And then you say, Oh shit, I got that in a blue apron recipe. I can make that and I'll save money. Yeah. You know, for the times you don't get it delivered. But when you do, it's an amazing thing. Come see right through all the materials they send you, by the way, if you want to go green. Uh, they're all uh, very cheap. No, they're not cheap. That's not what I was trying to say. They're all recyclable. There's there ways to go. recycle them is what I'm going. You're keeping it green. Uh, and you'll also keep it green because you're, you're paying a low cost for your meals uh, at, when you do pay for it. And it's it, it really is an amazing thing. I got them coming this week because, uh, you know, people got to eat, right? They gots to eat. And if I'm going to eat, I'm going to try and eat as easy as I can. I'm going to do that using Blue Apron. Netheadsonair.com. Click the Blue Apron link. Get yourself some free food. Bing, bing, boom. That's how we do it, Trent. Yeah. Well, because, you know, we're getting all these. We got Blue Apron. We got Casper, too. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Trent, you know, one of the things I loved, and I'm not, I'm not fucking with you here, Trent. Don't. Please don't. No, no, I'm telling you the truth now. Are you ready for shoot, it? Me, shoot me straight, brother, man. All right. Damn, that's loud. Hold on. <laughs> what the? F some things come through loud. Some things don't. <clears throat> Especially not my voice. It's a good thing these guys do everything live because they got it together. Yeah, yeah. That's still loud. I'm going to turn it down, and then the outro on the show is going to be fucked up. Watch. Yeah, that's fine. I predict it now. Trent Casper Mattress. You spend, think about it. Talk to me. You spend a third of your life in bed, theoretically. Mm -hmm. You know, unless you're Trent, because I, I don't know, you like, you're always up, you're working, you're doing things, you're a madman. Yeah. So, the, yeah, sometimes I just pretend, you know, that I'm, that I'm asleep when I'm awake, and that helps. But one of the things that you do, Trent, when you, when you got to go to bed is you want to make sure you have something nice to sleep on, right? Absolutely. Uh, and I'm sure even whatever kind of mattress you have. Wherever you found it, you look forward to it. When you have a, a Casper mattress, Trent, you do more than look forward to it. You cannot wait to get into bed. Love I was, uh, again, I was on the road sleeping in a, in a Marriott somewhere in Connecticut, my friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the things I loved was the uh, the comforter, the duvet they had on the bed. I tried not to think about all the things on it, uh, but the mattress <laughs> right. just wasn't quite right. And it wasn't, it was, it wasn't because it was my Casper mattress, I think. That's what I think. It's true, dude. Uh, folks, uh, the Casper mattress uh, is a, is a, you go to a showroom, right? And they show you mattresses. You spend a couple minutes with, on the mattress testing it out. You're spending like eighteen or $1,500 on something you only spent four minutes with. I said it once, I'll say it again. That's like meeting a girl, you know, if, if that's your proclivity, no matter what your gender. Uh, it's like meeting a girl and four minutes later, you marry her. 
Yeah. Out, and, and, and outside of Utah, that's not normal, folks. Okay, thank you. I, I, I remembered there was something about that scenario that didn't work out last time. <laughs> and, and that thing was Utah, apparently. Um, it's, it's a crazy notion. Casper uh, is redefining it. Folks, risk-free, you get to try out a mattress. You go to netheadsonair.com, you click the link, you get to save 50 bucks on the mattress of your choice. And let me tell you, king mattress? You know, you want to live life like a king? Yeah, I do. Only 900 bucks for a king, Trent. I just Can you can't believe wait that? King. You, what are you sleeping on? A twin? Uh, it's a double. <laughs> is that bigger than a twin? I don't know. It is. It's in, it's in between a t uh, a twin and a and no, it's a full. It's right. It's it's not it's not quite a queen, but it's bigger than a twin. Trent, you at least deserve to sleep on a queen. <laughs> you deserve that, and you can I get do. one. Cheap Casper. Uh, the best thing about it, folks, is they use this amazing technology, this hybrid of memory foam and latex to produce a mattress that has just the right sink and just the right bounce. What does that last part mean? I don't know. <laughs> My mattresses don't bounce. What are they talking about, Trent? Well, you know, it's just it's I, I think they mean like the, the enough um, firmness. It, does it have enough moving when you're grooving? Yeah. Is that what just the right bounce means? I don't know. All right. Well, nethitsonair.com. Casper, get yourself a mattress. Uh, it really is, though. It's one of my favorite things to sleep on. Well, and, and you notice when you when you don't sleep on a <laughs> There's a ringing endorsement for a mattress. Yeah. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things I sleep on. Well, you know, the couch ain't bad. I got the big leather chair, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, you know wherever, wherever I pass out seems to work. Yeah, whatever. You know, right there in front of the microphone before yeah. it just knocks on the door. You leaving? You going to go? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. Folks, Shut we are the at the... The good news is we are... Unless there's an agenda that Trent wants to pursue, I believe we have hit the uh, the end of this train wreck. Yeah, dude. I am uh, good to go. Awesome. In that case, folks, don't forget next time, uh, subscribe, NetHeads. Get everybody, you know, subscribing to NetHeads. Download the goddamn show because it's oh so right to do. Uh, don't forget to also go to a part of him.com. Check out everything about the trend. NetHeads on air.com for anything that's important about me. You can also go to facebook.com forward slash NetHeads on air, I think. Yeah. Not exactly sure. Um, <laughs> I forgot, but we're we're there too. So, like, goddamn, so just go to netheadsonair.com and go, click on all the shit there. I guess yeah. is the that's that's the winning endorsement that I'm looking for. I guess friend, <laughs> you want right? to help out. Yeah, you know, if you if you want to help us out, just go to Netheads and click on all this shit. <laughs> or you know, if you only have the time, click on one thing. Just click on one thing. Click on something. It just takes one. Yeah. Until next time, folks. Uh, my name is Will. I'm Trent. And you've been listening to another edition of Netheads, the free and funny. You can find it lots of places, folks. Uh, but the one, Trent, where is it? Well, smodcast.com. This is Netheads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. Aww. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. Now I have the big dilemma. Do we cut the Casper ad? <laughs> <laughs> Do we just pretend it never happened? <clears throat> well, you uh, know, it's 
<laughs> I, I I'll tell you what I think I think that if they haven't um, capitalized on it's one of my favorite things to sleep on. Trent, let's be clear. How many of of my favorite things is it to sleep on? It's one of. One. It's one of. Yeah. It's one of. Oh Lord, I I just can't believe that. It's like, folks, let me tell you. Uh, these shoes that I got here, they are one of my favorite pairs of shoes to wear. They are one of the favorite things I like to step on. <laughs> Actually, no, speaking of one things, I've never been prouder, Trent, than uh, earlier when my family was going to go out shopping. They were going to the Bed Bath & Beyond, Trent, to, apparently to get a European pillow, I think. Sure. It's a square pillow is the yeah. point. Like, so you can, you got them fancy shams to, that you need to put a square thing in. Yep. You know, a pillow sham, right? I'm not yeah. talking about like some scam or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Whole point is they were going to Bed Bath and Beyond, and I wasn't. Huzzah! Like, um, like, like throw pool, like, like, like your fancy pillows. There you go. Yeah, that's right. The, you know, the ones where it's on the couch, but you tell, no, no, don't use that pillow. Yep. Don't. Why fucking have pillows on there? We can't use. Yep. It says, I'm sorry you spent a lot of money on this attractive pillow, but I don't like sitting here with my big belly being, you know, uh, just like this ridiculous shelf on top of my lap. I would like to uh, hide behind this pillow, even though I'm not fooling anyone. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I want to hold it. I, yes, need some, I, I need something to make me feel better about what's good, about being on display in front of everyone. Exactly. It's just, a, it's our family, Will. They all know you're fat. No, I must have the pillow. Yeah. My whole point is, Trent, I, I've never been prouder as a father. Because uh, over here, my head here, when you're watching the video, uh, normally there are three sonic screwdrivers there. There's the uh, the twelve, the eleventh, the tenth, and the War Doctors, as was revealed in the twentieth anniversary episode. Okay. Blair, my nearly two year old, yes. in just a few weeks, she she will come into my office and she will ask for that sonic screwdriver She's today. Give it to me today. She would not leave the house unless she could take it with Gotta her. Gotta have it, man. I've never been prouder than I am Not right anywhere now. Anywhere without it. Just like I'll tell you folks, a Casper mattress is one of my favorite things to sleep on. <laughs> what a maroon. Uh.